Hi, I'm Al. Recently, I was informed that my job of seven years was being outsourced and that my services were no longer required. This was, as you might imagine, a bit of a blow. Thankfully, I am in no immediate financial danger. However, this situation will seriously impact the production of these videos and other creative projects I produce regularly. And so, despite my general distaste for these kinds of things, I have decided to start a fundraiser. My goal is to raise one year's worth of production costs for the four projects I release regularly. My sketch comedy podcast, Sarcastic Voyage, my Star Trek review podcast, Post-Atomic Horror, my interview podcast, More Bits, and these reviews. If you enjoy one or more of these things, I ask that you consider donating a little to keep them going. In the interest of transparency, I have listed the expenses I need help with. Some of these things are essential, server space for the websites, podcasts, and videos, for instance. This is particularly important as YouTube has started removing some of my reviews for copyright violation, and I've been embedding them on my own site as a backup. Some of the other things I need money for are things we could live without but would rather not. And some of them are nice-to-have items. It's all on the list, and I promise you that none of this money is meant to go into my own pocket. I only want to continue making these things that I love making. I thank you for your time, and preemptively thank you for your support. And now, on with the review. A desperate dude in a loincloth does his best to avoid purple snakes, purple scorpions, and whatever other purple monsters this unnamed jungle has to offer. In hot pursuit is America's highly trained special mission force. Roadblock is so sweaty and uncomfortable that he can't even string together a rhyme. Bugs and snakes and jungle, this job ain't fun anymore. How's about we take five? Loincloth dude hauls ass into a cobra pyramid and gets berated by Destro. The Joes bring up the rear and tell us about the new tank they have that shoots... bridges. If I'd collected G.I. Joes as a kid, and I didn't because anything that wasn't Transformers got returned on December 26th, but anyway, if I'd collected G.I. Joes as a kid, I bet I would have gotten the lame bridge tank when all the other kids got actual army guy stuff with actual army guy weapons. A firefight ensues, and by that I mean a literal firefight, as some Joe I don't think I've seen before, or at least I don't remember seeing, shoots his flamethrower at some Cobra dudes which would be pretty badass, except that he instead shoots it at some nearby crates, which then collapse on the Cobra dudes. Curse you standards and practices! Seriously though, this guy... You've heard the expression, fight fire with fire? This guy fights everything with fire. I bet his toy had a working flamethrower, but I wouldn't know, because I would have gotten the stupid bridge tank. Oh, and this guy's highly creative commando name? Blowtorch. And the less said about his Irish accent, the better. Destro escapes with what appears to be the nose cone of a missile, which is his highly valuable latest invention. He flies via Popomatic Bubble to some ghost town where Cobra Commander and the Crimson Twins are hanging out. Meanwhile, Roadblock and... Recondo? Was that this guy's terrible name? Are due for a little R&R. Just two off-duty guys with mustaches and Hawaiian shirts hanging out together. That definitely wasn't code for anything in the 80s. Also, Roadblock is taking Recondo home to meet his family, which, as far as I know, Raul never even did with tracks. They pass about 30 Red Rocket fast food places on the way to their destination, which can't possibly be something that's going to pay off later. What? Roadblock, or Marvin, as his aunt and uncle call him, enters their restaurant and hilariously mimics the waving standee. I guess that's funny, or maybe it's meant to distract from the revelation that there's a highly ranking member of G.I. Joe named Marvin. On the other hand, that's still better than calling the flamethrower guy Blowtorch. Uncle Caleb delivers a stirring monologue about his financial woes, which is exactly what kids want from their cartoon show about army men with laser guns. Speaking of laser guns, suddenly some bikers show up wielding the very same. That's more like it. Marvin and Ricondo chase them off, provoking this reaction in the restaurant's teenage clientele. 
can you like really like assimilate this? Well, you gotta give this show one thing. They sure know how young people actually spoke in the mid 80s. Meanwhile, the Crimson Twins go to work by jumping out of a plane and reveal that they're behind the punks terrorizing the restaurant. And we actually get a plausible explanation for how people communicate with Cobra over video phone. Apparently they send two guys with cameras out to help. Neat! Oh, and we find out that Cobra are making the rockets on the Red Rocket restaurants into actual active missiles. For some reason. Some dude named Queeg, yeah, I don't know, tries to buy Uncle Caleb's restaurant, but Marvin just tosses him out on his ass. Which, admittedly, was a bit harsh. But then Queeg orders a Cobra battalion to level the place, which seems like an even more ridiculous overreaction. After a typical fight scene, the Joes head back to HQ and discover that a company called Extensive Enterprises is behind it all. Somehow, they've managed to bully every Red Rocket owner to sell to them, except for Marvin's aunt and uncle. So naturally, the sensible thing to do here is to commit valuable government resources to guarding the place. We'll send... I don't know, the ninja. The Joes go to make idle threats at extensive enterprises, but that doesn't get them anywhere, so they wait till night and break into the place. A real American hero! That doesn't get them much either, so they hover outside someone's apartment and watch Cobra Commander on TV. Oh, it's another one of those citizens of the world things. They threaten to blow up the ocean or something if the world doesn't give them, I don't know, lasers or diamonds or whatever. Turns out those rockets on the Red Rocket restaurants are real! And that's why we love the Joes. They're always one step ahead of somebody who's two steps behind. So the Joes determine that the best way to stop the deadly warheads is to just drive around to every single Red Rocket restaurant and just blow up the highly dangerous warheads. Then Marvin and the Crimson Twins decide to play Dr. Strangelove. Flint shoots the nose cone off and the three of them splash harmlessly into some nearby water. Then we wrap it all up at Uncle Caleb and Aunt Sarah's new restaurant, where Marvin suddenly remembers, Oh yeah, I'm the rhyming guy! My ribs are the greatest, and that's a fact. Joe beat Cobra, and that's where it's at. So when you want relief from your worries and your woes, you can come on down and eat at Joe's. Yeah!